welcome to Sex on the Floor podcast. This podcast was created to help educate the public about problems with sex and intimacy and how this is tied to both physical and mental aspects. Hosted by myself, Dr. Molly Hart, a passionate pelvic floor physical therapist and owner of Pelvic Balance Physical Therapy, and by Dr. Katie Schubert, a phenomenal sex therapist and owner of Cypress Wellness Center. We are here to have a good time. We're here to keep it real with you all and to educate along the way. I'm so excited for you to join us. We strive to help many relationships prosper in fun, safe, and healthy intimacy. While listening to the show, please remember that this information is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your health care. Welcome back to Sex on the Floor. Uh, today we're going over male masturbation and how to do it correctly. Yeah, super excited. I am going to be kind of sitting here on the sidelines while Katie educates us about how she works with males and helping them to do mindful masturbation. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting talk for all of us to listen to. (laughs) So Katie, what is mindful masturbation? Um, So a lot of times I'll get men, adult men in my office who become too cerebral about sex or masturbation or about their sexuality And when that becomes the case, they tend to get anxious about their sexual performance or about their penises and about their erections and about their ejaculation. Um, So what I always tell my clients is that at some point in all of our lives, in most of our lives, sex was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, You enjoyed sex. It wasn't something that took a whole lot of thought. It was just something that your body did and you kind of followed what your body was telling you to do. Um, As we get older, we get more in our heads about about our our sexual relationships with others and with ourselves. So mindful masturbation can help bring sexual desire back to your body so that you're not overthinking it anymore. Um, so, So men can do this with partners, men can do this on their own. But when they're doing it alone, it's really important that as men are masturbating, it's a, it's a completely um, physiological activity. Okay. So um, they're, not, they're not using their brain for arousal or for orgasm. Right. I get what you're saying when you say that. Yeah. So, okay. Elaborate though. I understand completely what you're saying that elaborate when you say not using their brain and using physiology because I think not everyone is even aware of the separation of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so usually I'll get men in my office who are, um, using porn every single time they masturbate right. and there, there's nothing wrong with, you know, porn use, but after, after so many times of masturbating and using porn every single time, men, men need that kind of stimulation to get erections and have an orgasm. 
Um, so what I what I often tell men to do is to wean off the porn, and instead of using the porn for stimulation, use their use the bodily sensations for stimulation. Right. So use a lube that you like. Um, you know, play around with the grip of your penis, play around with the speed of the masturbation, <clears throat> feel everything. So, you know, men, men often report that they feel some like internal stuff going on right before ejaculation. And sometimes that can be arousing. Yeah. Um, so really, really know what your body is doing and really be in tune with the sensations of masturbation and use that for arousal and not the porn. Right. Right. That's what I was figuring. So it really, this is the way like my, my mind wraps around that. And I talked to more female patients about this. I think you treat more probably males and I treat probably more heavy females, but um, it's really like, where are you placing your thoughts? So are your thoughts focused on a story of um, something very like a sexual image? So let's pretend there is no porn. Let's say you're just visualizing a story of um, something with porn or something even with your partner. And so you're up in your head thinking about the story, which is fine, or you could take your same thought awareness. And now we place that thought awareness down into yeah. the penis specifically. And so what does it feel like when my hands in contact with the penis? Yeah. What does it feel like with each one of these strokes? So instead of telling those stories, that sexual story that you think you need in order to um, be aroused and to have an orgasm, it's no, let's actually just focus down below. And, and I call it kind of like a form of like active meditation that okay. you're doing that. So that's great. I love I love that you teach them that. So let me ask you this. When you start to educate men about this, how do they respond? How do they, how do they do with it? <laughs> they say, there's no way, there's no way that that's going to work. Right. Like they, they may already be struggling with erections. And here I am now asking them to take away the one thing that they know will always work. You know, they, they know if they sit down to masturbate and they're watching porn, they'll always get an erection. It'll always feel good. It'll always end an orgasm. And now I'm saying, okay, well, let's take away the porn. Um, and they're like, well, you just made my problem worse now. <laughs> like now I'm never going to get an erection. Yeah. Um, but that's, it's not the case. You know, we, we have very complicated brains, but our brains can be trained just like any other brain. You know, we're, we're yeah. trainable. Penises are trainable. Right. Um, and when you, when you rely on porn every single time, when you're masturbating to orgasm, that's going to be the thing that you need. Um, you so think that you need. It's something you, you think, think yeah. yeah, yeah, you think you need it. So sometimes instead of asking them to go cold Turkey on porn, um, I'll, I'll help them wean off of it. Or, you know, if their partner is fair game, I'll have, you know, partners send over sexy images or videos, um, because it is, you know, porn, porn is unrealistic. It's, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not a real version of what women look like. It's not a real version of what men's penises look like. It's not a real version of what sex looks like. Right, um, and right. that can, that can mess with people too. <clears throat> um, I had a supervisor once a, long, a while ago, um, tell and, and this doesn't this doesn't fit every relationship but he said a lot of times what men need to do is practice mental monogamy where even their fantasies are about their partner and you know again I, I recognize that not everybody's monogamous um and that that's cool um 
but for a lot of people, mental, mental monogamy works because it helps them concentrate their sexual desires on a real person right. instead of actors and actresses um, on the screen performing for you. Yeah. I so, love that. that. I love that. Yeah. Mental monogamy. That's a great, that's a great term to use for that. Yeah. Yeah. And it really works for people in, in, in monogamous relationships where, where they're, when they're having issues getting erections with their partners, typically it's because their, their sexual fantasies don't have much to do with their partners. Right. Um, so if you can, if you can, you know, rein back those sexual fantasies so that they have, you know, they're, they're, they're about their partner, um, having sex with a real person then becomes a little bit easier because you don't have all these unrealistic expectations. Yeah, no, it's, I completely agree with you. It also can, will make, and it'll make the intimacy more fun when they are with their partner, when they start to do this, but it's, a lot, it's, a lot of it is education, de-education. It's like we have to re, you know, we have to stop these kind of bad habits that have led to this. And now we have to rebuild up in a way that is going to allow you to have real intimacy with your partner that, right. um, that is beautiful and not, <laughs> not a subpar experience for the both of you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a lot of the men who, who say that they're, you know, attached to this porn to have orgasms, interactions, I'll help them kind of wean back from that um, so that now they're using images and videos of their partner because it, it's a little bit more realistic. It'll help them more when they're in those partnered experiences, um, you know, instead of just going cold turkey and saying no more porn for you. Because again, I want to, I want to emphasize that porn is not bad. There's nothing, there's nothing inherently wrong with porn, but just like everything in life, it's best used in moderation. Yeah, I agree. That's so beautiful. I love it. So, so, okay. So men come in, they're having difficulty, mainly I would assume, what is the main difficulty that they're coming in for when they're coming to see you and you're having to teach them about this mindful masturbation? Usually they get up in their heads. Yeah. Give me one second. I have somebody yeah. trying to get into my office. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sorry about that. We just had to pause. I had a delivery of my revagination product that I ran out of. So I, I, that's why you heard the excessive knocking. Um, let's go back <laughs> to talking about why males come maybe, in. Maybe you, should, maybe, maybe you should explain what revagination is. <laughs> so I have, um, an acupuncture physician that I work with who is amazing. And she makes this product called revagination for me. That is CBD, Arnica, and a bunch of organic oils. And so I use that very specifically with my female patients to help with painful intercourse. It's mainly, I use it after they do, after they have intercourse and during intercourse, it's phenomenal. Um, literally personal experience. Like when I was pregnant, I could not have intercourse unless I had that because it is when you are super pregnant and having intercourse, it's a whole different ball game of stuff that you're feeling. <laughs> So it's just a very calming, um, beautiful lubricant. And then I have them use it after they're doing their wand, public wand sessions on themselves. So I ran out of it and um, I just got a beautiful delivery again. So sorry about that. Let's, let's talk about male masturbation again. <laughs> um, okay. So you would ask um, the, the most common thing I see out of, out of men who come into my office. And I would, I would say, um, you know, when I'm, when I'm using, when I'm, when I'm teaching about mindful masturbation, it's typically because he's gotten two in his head during sex and 
he's having a hard time maintaining erections. Okay. Um, and again, there, there's nothing physiologically wrong with him. Like, like the, most of these men are, you know, between 20 and 50, there's, there's nothing wrong with their penises. It's all in their heads. Yeah. Um, so again, so we, so we tone back on some of the things that society has told us is normal, like the porn use during, during, um, masturbation. And, um, we, we teach him to have better control over his physical sensations and his penis. Yeah. Really. So would this yeah. would work too, then I would assume with premature ejaculation. It does. Yeah. That's a little bit of a different beast. Um, treating, treating erectile issues a little, a little bit easier than treating PE. Um, PE can be a little bit more physiological, um, or it can be related to like their relationship, him needing to feel him feeling like he needs to speed up and finish because she's, you know, again, in heterosexual relationship, she's, she doesn't want to be having sex. She's just acquiescing because she's trying to make the relationship more peaceful or trying to give him what he needs so he's nicer to her. Um, so, so PE is a little bit different than ED. It's usually just anxiety. Yeah. Okay. So different, um, but along, along. So d- very more complex. PE is more complex, but w- so one piece of the puzzle would be this mindful uh, masturbation or mindful um, physiological understanding when you're even being intimate with your partner. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause with the PE, oftentimes men don't recognize that point of no return where he's okay he's okay and then like all of a sudden now he's ejaculating sometimes men aren't in tune with what's actually happening on the inside so they don't they don't catch it so it just kind of like it comes out um so if if you can teach a man to to recognize what that feels like in his body through mindfulness he's better able to rein that in and stop before he reaches that point Okay, great. Okay. So main thing that you're using mindful meditation with, as far as like men who come to see you, main thing is going to be what we, what we deem erectile dysfunction, which really is not a physiological problem. Majority of the time, it's more of the fact that they're in their head and that is preventing them from being able to stay erect while they're having intercourse or masturbating. Yeah. 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 And some, some other things that, that come up often is, um, you know, if he's, if he's been single for a while, um, and he's been relying on masturbation for orgasm for like years without, you know, having partnered intercourse. Um, sometimes penises get very acclimated to a certain grip, a certain mm. speed, um, a certain lube. And so I, I, I tell men all the time to switch the grip, right? Like if you're going to masturbate, make sure maybe one time masturbate with your right hand, the next time masturbate with your left hand. Um, switch how, switch how intensely you grip the penis, switch where you rub the penis to, um, to ejaculate, you know, make sure that you're giving the shaft in the head each attention. So you don't get acclimated to only a certain thing because a vagina will never live up to the death grip of a hand. (laughs) Right. Right. That's great. That's actually great information. So you're seeing that a lot with somebody, like you said, who's single that they've been masturbating this kind of same way the penis has gotten used to this one way and so now yeah. with a partner it's very different um penis is not sure what to do with that different type of stimulation yes 
Yeah. yeah. And that makes sense. Cause honestly, the entire body's like that. If you did one workout, only one type of workout forever and ever and ever, and then all of a sudden you switch it up and you wonder why you're so sore, you hurt yourself. It's because your body has not had this beautiful variety. So like from a physical therapy standpoint, with exercise, I always tell people, we have to have variety in our movement patterns, or you are going to predispose yourself for, um, having pain injury, so forth. So that completely, that's just the way the human body is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. So when men come to see you for this wrapping up here, um, what, what, uh, what success rate do you see? I guess I want to know, like how many men, like if I'm, just, I'm assuming if the men come in and they're open-minded and they're willing to listen to your advice and actually go and apply it, right? Cause we have to apply the advice we're given. Um, I'm assuming you probably have pretty good success. So I guess I have twofold questions here. What percentage of men do you think actually come in open-minded and apply what you ask them to do? And of that group, what success rate do you see? And then what percentage of men are having a really hard time actually applying it? And then what success do we see in that group? Usually by the time men come in to see me for issues around their penis, they're, they're absolutely desperate and they're willing to listen to and apply everything I say. Um, yeah. So they're usually quite desperate. The, the variable that I don't always have control over is their partner. Like how patient is their partner, how open to, you know, slowing it down and just relaxing, um, because, you know, if, if, if he is going to be trying out these new things, there may be more problems initially because his penis is now getting acclimated to all of these other things. And I've asked him to think really hard about what his penis is doing um, so that there might be more erectile issues to begin with. And mm-hmm. sometimes that pisses partners off. They're like, I've been dealing with this for years. You're, now you're going to a therapist and now it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but usually like if you give it a few months, um, things will, things will get so much better. You just, yeah. it, it, like, it's like any mindfulness or any meditation practice. You need to give it a while for it to feel different. Right. And again, like you have to uneducate and we have to go down before we can go back up again. So I had a coach one time tell me, right. He goes, what was the analogy he used was like a brand new bird that was just born. Um, that just just came out of its egg. And before that bird can learn to fly, it's got to fall out of the tree and start to learn to flap again. And so we have to go down before we yeah. can go back up again. Um, but that is hard to, to sometimes get people on board with that. So you're finding the men by themselves are okay with that. Sometimes we're getting resistance from the partners because of right. the time it's going to take, even though they've already been probably dealing with this for years and months. Yeah. But people, people, you know, when, when they finally, when they finally get to that point where they, um, get a therapist, they're like, okay, well this, you know, this needs to be fixed in a few sessions. <laughs> and it just, unfortunately it doesn't work that way that like, like I said, the brain is trainable, but it takes, it takes a while, while to like rewire, um, what the brain has already wired. Yeah. Okay. So your advice then for men who are listening potentially, or women who are listening and um, maybe have a male in their life that would benefit from this is when you're working with a sex therapist to, to be patient, make sure you apply it and give it time 
So that way we can yeah. allow the brain to rewire and allow your yourself to get into these new habits so they can be effective. Yes. Yes. It okay. takes time. Um, but you know, there, when, when, when we have, when we have issues in our life that are coming from our brain, like anxiety, depression, you know, other, other things, um, you know, a therapist can certainly help, but just, it'll, it'll take some time. Right. That makes complete sense. So good. So most men are coming in, they're applying it. Only variable is the partner that, um, potentially can slow things down is what you're saying, as long as they're on track. Yeah. I mean, the other, the other variable that I have absolutely no control over is the, the physiological stuff, but I refer help for that. Yeah. And hopefully they don't, don't have a lot of physiological stuff going on, but if they do, yes, then you can come yeah. see a pelvic floor PT and we can, the beautiful thing is, is that we can do this in tandem because from a pelvic floor mm-hmm. standpoint, um, with erectile dysfunction, like we've talked about in past episodes is we are, we are making them get very in tune with their pelvic floor muscles and how to control that area, which is, um, very, that's, that's a form of, of getting in your body physiologically understanding. So lots of different approaches that people can take. If somebody is dealing with this, how do they typically find you, Katie? Is a doctor referring them or are they finally, are they just going on the internet and looking for a sex therapist in their area? Yeah, usually, usually they're looking for a sex therapist or general therapists will refer to me um, because general therapists aren't usually uh, trained to deal with these issues. Um, so I get a lot of referrals from general therapists. Ah, okay. So, so yeah. maybe, okay, great to know. So that's the number one way that people are typically finding a sex therapist. Usually. All right. Yeah. I just, I'm curious. I'm like, if I, so the reason I'm asking, so let's pretend I'm a female listening to this podcast and my husband is having issues with erectile dysfunction. How do I somehow (laughs) get in his radar that he can work with a sex therapist and not just have to rely on Viagra and Cialis, um, which may or may not even be helping and actually um, allow my male partner to to understand these benefits. Um, I don't know if you have any advice on kind of the access to getting this to males that maybe would be more close-minded to it. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, do a, do a, usually sex therapists will do free phone consultations, like a few minutes, just to kind of talk you through whether or not you'd be a good fit for their practice. Find a local sex therapist, give them a call and talk to them for a few minutes. I think that if, if more people, just sat down and talked to a sex therapist for a few minutes, they would understand the benefit of seeing a sex therapist. Um, and I will also say that Cialis and Viagra help because it's a, often a placebo. So usually men just like that, that promise that everything will be okay. And then they go into the sexual experience with this, with this belief that everything will be okay. And sure enough, everything's okay. I agree um, with you on yeah. the placebo effect of it. Yeah. I mean, I know that it has physiological effects, but I think there's a huge placebo effect. There sure it. is. Yeah. So, okay, great. Thank you for answering that. I just wanted yeah. to kind of bring that point up so we can help anyone listening get the right access to the care that they would need. Any other little tidbits that you would want to add in for, for male mindful masturbation, or do you feel like you hit everything? Yeah, just slow it down, pay attention to your body, take your time. Um, just remember what sex felt like 
remember what masturbation felt like when you were a teenager, if you masturbated then. It was probably far more simple and far more pleasurable because you weren't living in your head. Um, you know, when, when you let your body do its thing, if your body's healthy, um, it's, it's going to do quote unquote, the right thing. It's going to know what to do. It's our heads that get in the way of our sexuality very often. Oh, that was beautifully worded. I love that. Thank you. All right. Well, (laughs) thanks for listening guys. I hope today was helpful. Um, what I think would be great is next episode, we can talk about female mindful masturbation. So we can just tie these both together and get an idea. And then um, maybe Katie and I will talk about partner, partner related mindful masturbation for the both of you, just mindful pleasure, not even masturbation, mindful pleasure with each other. Maybe it could be our next follow-up. If you guys are listening and have any topics on your mind that you are curious about, please email us and let us know. when, in whatever way you want to contact us, let us know. And we would be open to looking at those topics and figuring out if it's something that we would like to dive into, or if we need to get a guest on to talk about those as well. Okay. okay. Bye all. Bye. We are Dr. Molly Hart and Dr. Katie Schubert. And you've been listening to Sex on the Floor podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions and want to get in contact with us, you can follow us on Instagram at Dr. Molly Hart and at Dr. Katie Schubert. On Facebook at Pelvic Balance PT and at Dr. Katie Schubert. And for more information about us on our websites, you can find us at pelvicbalancept.com and at drkatieschubert.com.